Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason. Kia ora, Steph. Oh, are you getting unwell? Is that a little frog in your throat, I hear? (laughs) My voice is definitely... um, you know, it's giving, um, it's giving raspy, but yeah. I think I'm okay. Okay, I, that's some positive attitude realness. That is the universal provide for me if I have a positive outlook on life and be grateful for my health. Yeah, I just want to reserve the right to take that back, but so far so good. Okay, good. That's really awesome. I just, I want to apologize to everyone listening who has gotten uh, sick from patient zero. You? (laughs) I blame people on the plane. Jetstar. That's who I blame. Oh my God. Flying back on yesterday, Monday, was honestly a horrible experience why well it was the first day of the school holidays of course who is who are having children although i did read that the world is going to be eight billion people this year whoa that's a lot of people wow and they're all on holiday they're holidaying in wellington (laughs) (laughs) honestly like no joke if you're traveling this week give yourself some time i did not have i was here an hour early and i was cutting it fine how do you even cut it fine like waiting to um see how many lighters you've accidentally left in your bag yeah that shit took so long like i reckon i was in that line for 20 minutes oh my god do you know what happened to me what? They made me take off my shoes at Christchurch Airport. Yeah, my they... shoes had to come off of my feet, and I was not cool about it. And I do apologize yeah. if the if the person listening was <laughs> yeah, because I was not friendly. I was livid, and it's mostly because my laces they were broken. So oh. I could I tied them in a knot, and I was just planning to literally cut them. And be done with those laces. This was the last time I was ever wearing these laces, ever. And (laughs) (laughs) this man tells me to take my shoes off. I literally was like, my shoes. You want me to take my shoes off? (laughs) Yeah. He was Um, legit. He was like, yeah. That kind of happened to me. The guy was like, "Uh, I should probably take your jacket too. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, but you can try if you want to. I was like, yeah, I do. I don't want to take this jacket off. And so I jumped, like, I went through. And then he, like, looked at the lady behind me and was like, it would be faster if you just gave it to me or something like that. I was like, this is my look. I'm not taking it off. I'm not going to buzz. Like, just trust me on this. Did you buzz? No. I was like, (laughs) 
Shame. Fuck Speaking off. of buzz, um, Disney Pixar's new movie Buzz has come out, has hit the theaters, and there is a lot of controversy, mostly around my family going to see what they thought was going to be Minions actually turned out to be Buzz. They were so bored that they left the theater. No. Yes. What? They left the theater and they got straight on a flight to Wellington. Because it's <laughs> yeah, school they holidays. Did. <laughs> they did. What is, I mean, I'm kind of out of the loop, but like, what is this Minions movie about? So Minions 2. The Rise of Gru. I don't think it's yes. Minions 2. It is. is. It? Minions uh, 2, The Rise of Gru. It okay. rhymes. Yeah, um, true. Is a sequel to Minions. Right. And it has taken off on TikTok because uh, people have decided to pay their respects to the movie by wearing a suit and tie to the movie theater. But some movie theaters have actually banned people from wearing a suit and tie to Minions because they also throw popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> For TikTok. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm 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 not on that side of TikTok currently. You're not on Minions Two. Minions Talk. Rise of Gru. Gru Talk. Yeah, you should get on Gru Talk. No, I'm not. But I just flew back from seeing you in Auckland. I know. How wonderful is that? There was a moment where I literally forgot that Steph didn't live in Auckland and was like making plans for us this week. And yeah. then I was like, Oh my god, you don't even live here. I know, and we don't have any scheduled, um, what's it Meet called, cutes. visitation. <laughs> we don't have I any know. scheduled visitation. We will soon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we had a lovely time. I went to Kaluzzi, and I met Anita Wiglet. Wow. Isn't yeah. she just gorgeous? Everything the best. that everyone says and more. Oh, absolutely. Can't, like... She is the most congenial of them all. Fully. 100%. It was really great. I can't wait to go back. And we went to your gig. Woo! Thank you so much to everyone who turned up. You are the moment. You are the moment. Um, and this week is an exciting week for you. Yes. I can't believe how booked and blessed I've been at the moment. Yeah. I... We'll be opening for the gorgeous, soulful songstress Holly Smith at mm. the Hollywood Avondale in Auckland this Saturday. Tickets are uh, available using the link in my bio. And it's going to be absolutely wild. I have not performed on a stage that big since Peachy Keen. Wow. And, like, people are going to come. Like, it's going to, like, maybe sell out. Wow. Have you spoken yeah. to Holly? We are communicating via email only, but I have listened to a lot of interviews of her recently, and she just has the most gorgeous speaking voice. She does. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me. I'm just going to, like, go straight into my first sip from here. Okay. It's the first sip. So with all this Holly <laughs> Smith chat going on, like, how hot is it having Holly Smith as, like, the moment of... Like get us getting us through July is Holly Smith. Absolutely. Non stop. 
So I just wanted to highlight her most recent release. It's an album from 2021, the album that she's actually finally able to tour after a lot of COVID setbacks. It's called Coming In From The Dark, and it is everything you imagine. It's a good album to, like, wake up to in the morning. It makes you feel Mm. like there is magic on this earth and it is coming out of Holly's mouth. True. I love that. Yeah, so go check it out. You can stream it anywhere or you can see it live this Saturday in Auckland at the Hollywood Avondale. Amazing. Uh, And I'm really sad I can't be there. There was definitely a part of me that was like, should I move my flights, work from Auckland for the week? But then I remembered that I'm a sports girl now and I'm going to the rugby. I know. Someone had to do it. We we are diversifying. We are trying to – we want to <laughs> listen to what the uh, people who vote national have to say. <laughs> Did I say that on the pod or in person? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think it's always good to, like, hear other people's opinions, even if you don't agree with them. Fully. It's always good to hear other people screaming, Go the Blacks! Even yeah. if you don't agree with them. In my mind, I mean, I do agree like... with them. Like, I do agree that the All Blacks should go, actually. Yeah. <laughs> go. Uh, my first sip is uh, one out there for the sort of crime podcast Hennies. And it is called Liar Liar, Melissa Caddick and the Missing Millions. And it's... Like co-production by The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald and the two hosts are two journalists who have like been working on the case since it, um, I guess, blew up at the end of 2020. And uh, she's a, well, she was, I don't know, was is a financial advisor who was doing some crooked things. Um <sighs> And invest, well, pretended to invest a lot of money, including her own family's money. And turns out it was a little bit all of a lie and a scam. And I really like the way they tell the story. Like, they're very informative, but they also have a bit of a laugh. And um, there's some very strange bits and things that happen. Um, I'm not finished yet. There's 10 episodes. I'm nearly finished episode 9. But I would recommend it. It's been a while since I've listened to, like, honestly, kind of any serious content. Um, So it was a nice, like, little ease back in. Because I've been talking recently, like, today, um, we were talking at work about how we're all just feeling a little bit fatigued. And because everything is so heavy in life and the world that listening to, like, The Daily or anything like that has just, like, become a lot. Yeah. Yeah, which led to really nice things being said about us, I actually have to say. Um, Oh, we are here for light-hearted pop culture comedy content. We're just two friends. Yeah, Jason and Steph. <laughs> the real ones remember that. Yes. Um, Recorded on iPhones. Fully. Yeah, I I feel that. Well, I will be 
checking out a podcast. I haven't listened to a yeah. podcast other than our own in a really long time. It's a goodie. Yeah. Um, something else wild that happened today is this whole um, Beanie Feldstein, Leah Michelle, funny girl situation. I know. I was just going to have that as my whole, like, peak too soon Anne's life of the party because it is so, so absolutely crazy that this is happening. I'm like so excited and scared at the same time. Me like, too. Musical theatre, that's not really one to be on the radars of pop culture, but like Leah Michelle's name is trending on Twitter. And when does it trend on Twitter? Only when it has to do with Funny Girl the Musical Revival. <laughs> or really bad... When she was accused of bad things. Well, fully. I mean, if the timeline of it is insane. So basically throughout Glee, Leah Michelle's mm. character, Rachel Berry, <laughs> is obsessed with Funny Girl. She sings uh, a total of like, maybe even the whole, oh, she does end up doing the whole musical. So she starts in season one just by singing, don't tell me not to live, just sit in butter, which is iconic. <laughs> Iconic. It goes off. Every, no one can get enough of that song. Like, who even knows that song before then? Not me. I only know Leah Michelle's version. I only know the Glee version. <laughs> you did it. You, that's the timing. That's not the Leah Michelle timing. That's the Barbara timing. Oh, Leah Michelle. Learn, she'll learn the timing. She will. She will have to learn the timing. Um, then... On Glee, they actually perform Funny Girl. Then yes. Ryan Murphy, the show creator, he goes and buys the rights for Funny Girl as a, I guess, like a catalyst for Leah Michelle. And then Leah Michelle does this like live performance and she sings seven songs from Funny Girl at this performance. Oh and then God. she turns to Ryan Murphy yes. and says, Ryan, I'm ready. I'm ready. No, is this real? This is what I read in Vogue today. Oh my God, I'm going to have to find the clip. So then, well, I don't know if there's a clip or if it's just like, this is what happened. PSA. Yeah. And then Ryan, like the rights kind of like left his hands. So Ryan no longer has the rights. And at the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, cast members from Glee came out and said Leah Michelle was an absolute nightmare to work with. Amber Riley said that she's not saying that she's a racist, but it seems that a lot of people of color are coming forward to tell their stories about how they were terrorized by their white castmates who were the leads in TV shows. So Leah Michelle basically gets canceled. Leah Michelle has been canceled. Stephanie I just wanted to say that there were also swings, I'm pretty sure, from Spring Awakening. So it wasn't just the Glee cast. It was people from Spring Awakening yes. too. Yes, yeah. all sorts coming forward. And she also lost her deal with... Um, what It was like she was doing Proactive? something with My Food Bag or oh, something. No, it can't be My Food Bag. No, I know, but it was like a My Food Bag <laughs> yeah. except not. Oh, what is that one called? Is it HelloFresh? HelloFresh. Oh, Hello yeah, Fresh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she loses her deal with HelloFresh. She <laughs> she uh, apologizes for forgetting that she ta has told someone that she would rather shit. shit in their wig. Yeah, and she falls off the face of the planet. 
Mm-hmm. Later, it is announced that the Funny Girl revival is happening. Leah Michelle's name trends on Twitter. Benny Feldstein is announced as Fanny Bryce in the revival. People are excited. Yes. But there are a lot of memes going around being like, check on Leah Michelle. We all need to see if Leah Michelle is alive still. Leah Michelle releases a little tweet to say congratulations. Oh. I'm so glad you've written all this down. I had no idea. It's in here because I am obsessed. I just like could not believe the news today. And then the show opens. Poor reviews. Mm. I think the reviews, reviews were like Beanie's funny, like as in the acting was good, but maybe not the singing. But like the singing was not good. And then they performed at the Tonys, and that was not received well either. So word oh. of mouth was not hot. Reviews were not. And Leah hot. was at the Tonys with the cast of Spring Awakening. Just, I think I might watch that documentary actually that they did. The Funny Girl. Spring no, Awakening. Spring Awakening. Yeah, they did like a ten-year anniversary documentary, and they read. They did like a. What is it called? I guess a review, like when you sit and sing the show, kind of thing. Yes, I sit and sing. <laughs> Very popular these days. Very popular. Um, we forgot to mention one of the key elements that Jane Lynch, who played Sue Sylvester in Glee, is in the Funny Girl revival. But yes. she's also leaving. Announced at the same time that the show Beanie. was going in a different direction. Yes. And Beanie... She she left the show for a week with COVID, and then it was announced she was coming yes. back to the show, but not for long. And then she well, officially said that said... she was leaving a, a lot earlier than expected. Once the show's yes. uh, uh, creatives had decided to go in a different direction, so Beanie kind of like graciously bowed out, which you can kind of yes. understand because it was non-stop. Like, it was bad. Like, it's been all over. I love Beanie. Yeah. I saw the funniest tweet, but I also was about to get like on my, like, I've never been a troll on Twitter, but this tweet was like, um, uh, Ben Platt's parents, when they, Ben Platt and Beanie Feldstein's parents, when they realized their like, um, nepotism projects didn't work out. But I'm like, what if Ben Platts has not worked out? Oh, that movie. Dear Evan that movie. the movie. Yeah, where he but plays like, a 40-year-old like... man who re-enters. It's never been kissed. It's giving me never been kissed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so then Beanie announced yesterday. They obviously said you need to announce we're going to announce Leah tomorrow. Yeah. And... It was even on Dumois. Like, that's how big this has gotten. Like, that's outrageous for Broadway. It actually is. But Leah Michelle has been officially announced as the new Fanny Bryce. She is going to be starring in Funny Girl. This is a lifelong dream of hers. That yeah. every single person who knows Glee or musical theatre or pop culture knows about her and it's finally happening and people are mad people are mad so yes. Sammy Weir was one of the <clears throat> accusers um, 
uh, victims, I don't know what word to use really, but um, people that spoke out, I guess, about Leah Michelle in 2020. She tweeted today, yes, I'm online today. Yes, I see y'all. Yes, I care. Yes, I'm affected. Yes, I'm human. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I was abused. Yes, my dreams were tainted. Yes, Broadway upholds whiteness. Yes, Hollywood does the same. Yes, silence is complicity. Yes, I'm loud. Yes, I'd do it again. And then she also retweeted um, a quote tweet of the casting announcement um, from You Can Call Me Sis, at You Can Call Me Sis, that says, this industry will reward bad behavior time and time again. It's good to know that you can only identify abusers when it's a cis white female getting abused. This industry cares not about black people and our experiences within it. Very sad. Like, it's amazing for Leah Michelle that she is getting the opportunity to live her lifelong dream. Is there someone else that could do it? Absolutely. Fucking cast Amber Riley as Fanny Bryce. Girl, imagine. The thing is, they need the good publicity. Like, this is just been everywhere on socials. Like, that yeah. trending on Twitter suddenly. The show is back. People are talking about it again. And people are going to want to see Leah Michelle slay. And she will have a point to prove. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's the argument of when someone's cancelled. Is that it for them? And, like, I would like to think, I mean, there are exceptions to that rule, of course. But yeah. you want to think that someone can come back from something and learn and grow. So I guess now the proof will be in the pudding. Like, I don't really know what, if Leah Michelle has really come out ever and talked about those specific instances or what she's done in the past to like unlearn her unconscious bias. I would hope so. It's a really tricky one because like that is completely fair and it should be, it should be taken in the same way as all other abuse. Yeah. Um, and it's sad that it's not and it sucks that now they have to see her face everywhere again, you know, but yeah. it also there should be room in the conversation for people to grow and change and learn. So it's a really hard one. It is. It's a life of the party and, and a pizza soon yeah, rolls legit. into one. It literally legit. is. The funniest... Will you be watching content? Yes. I will be too. The funniest thing of all of it is like there's somehow over the last few years been this online rumor theory joke you decide what that leah michelle can't read and so there's like constantly all the tweets i saw today were like they had to announce leah michelle as quickly as possible because she needs time to learn the words because she can't read like it's just this bizarre internet theory that i don't know where it came from the other thing that happened today when this quote uh this tweet um by gibson john sums it all up and we can get into it at least jen shah will have time to see leah michelle and funny girl before she goes to prison <laughs> because today jen shah from the real housewives of salt lake city changed her plea in the case against her for fraud and a lot of other things from not guilty to guilty. She was the only one of the co-defendants um, accused that 
pled not guilty. She's obviously taken a plea deal. Um, her sentencing was supposed to, or her trial was supposed to begin next week. She's obviously taken a plea deal and is now like, will be sentenced in November. So hectic. The news this morning, I was like, this is too much. She's guilty. She's guilty. Let me read you what her statement said. Oh my God. Okay. Her statement said, Ms. Shah is a good woman who crossed a line. She accepts full responsibility for her actions and deeply apologizes to all those who have been harmed. She is sorry for disappointing her husband, children, family, friends, and supporters. Jen pled guilty because she wants to pay her debt to to society and put this ordeal behind her and her family. Like, are you kidding? You are out here saying all for the past year that you're innocent. You had no idea what was going on. What's the truth? The truth is that she knew the whole time and she just got caught up in her own lies. Yeah. Yeah. Outrageous. It's actually so easy for people, human beings, to convince themselves that they are telling the truth when they know they're not. Like, what is that in us that we have that ability to do do that? Not everyone, obviously, but a lot of people can say something over and over again and convince a complete themselves. lie until it's true. It's well, it's, true it's like them. that podcast that I've recommended, Liar Liar. Yes. She, yes. This goes on for years. She convinces everyone. She, she, oh, is that a bad, if I tell you, is that a spoiler? Yes, yes, no spoilers. Okay. But the shit she put, like, she pretends she has that she doesn't. Outrageous. Like, to the point Outrageous. of putting it in her will, but it wow. wasn't hers. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy that people have enough stuff to put in a will. (laughs) Well, you know who does? Who? Jennifer Lopez. So I want to get into My Life of the Party, which is the documentary that we watched at the end of last week, Halftime, about J-Lo and her lead up to her Super Bowl performance with Shakira. Essentially, it... Yeah, it follows the journey from her finishing filming Hustlers, not being nominated for an Oscar, and then being um, asked to do the Super Bowl, but also being asked with Shakira and and what that means. And I loved this documentary. Me too. I really honestly went into it not expecting that much. It really showed what an icon Jennifer Lopez is, how hard she's had to work because she is a Latina woman Mm. and the drive and vision that she has and that she's always had and it's just taken... I mean, she is icon status, celebrity. She can do it all. But it took a lot for people to believe in her when she was believing in herself the whole time and she still continues to believe in herself. Yeah, totally. And all the press that was coming out about her that she talked about when she was, like, dating Ben and all that kind of stuff. It's stuff that I remember seeing in magazines when we were younger, so it was, like, all felt quite relevant. And then the main takeaway that I had was... So the media put out... It's just so fucking classic. So the media had, when this documentary was released, all the sound clips that we saw, the sound bites were like, 
Jennifer Lopez was mad that Shakira got asked to do the Super Bowl with her. But that yeah. is absolutely not what happened at all when you no. watch the documentary. She... It was rumoured for ages it was going to be her. She hadn't been asked, but it was floating around. She then got asked, but they said that they wanted Shakira as well. She was mad that the idea of having one Latina woman headline wasn't good enough and that they had to have two to make up for one. Yes, and they didn't give them double the amount of time because they had two headliners. So instead they had to have six minutes each each cut down the middle and there are so many scenes with uh j-lo and shakira like creating together to Mm. make this thing really perfect and they're both on the same page the whole time they both have mad respect for each other and these two women are powerhouses and if you haven't seen that halftime show get on youtube and watch it it is oh my god it's so good It's so good. It's and so she good. she really pushed for, like, a message of freedom and unity and that immigrants are legitimate citizens. It's just honestly an incredible watch. Yeah, 100%. And do you have a peak too soon as well? Well, my peak too soon was just Casa Amor in general, which I know, like, um, probably we've got 50-50 of people who listen to the pod watching Love Island and not. Yeah. I just, like... The hypocrisy of it all is outrageous to me. And, yeah, yeah. so it was just Casa Amor. I think Um, the thing about Casa Amor is that why do we keep putting men on these shows? I know. I get that it's like fully, (laughs) I'm immersing myself in straight culture this year. Yeah. (laughs) For the first time ever, I am immersing myself in it. I have fallen off the wagon. I have jumped back on. I am, I have (laughs) seen things that I did not know that I needed to see. I am an Ekin Sue. Stan. Stan. Ekin Susie. I am an Ekin Susie. (laughs) Like, I... But just even that, just like the... Um, all the men are so boring. Oh, the men are so boring. So boring. Then, it's just like, I don't care if any of the girls end up with them. I want all the girls to just become besties and hang out. Yeah, that's that's what that's what the show is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah. It, it was really dramatic, though. I haven't seen the recoupling yet, so I know I'm two episodes behind. You might... I think you're a few more than two episodes... Saturday, Sunday. Oh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm three episodes behind. Yeah. Well, good luck yeah. with that. You haven't even gotten to the lictor tits or whatever. Of it I all. know. I know. I've missed <laughs> it, but I have read about it. So good. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, I really wanted to quickly chat about D- Drag Race Down Under, which was such a fabulous thing to experience, a cast announcement together. I know it really was. I am so pleased that our good Judy's Mini Cooper yes. from our days in Sydney. Yes. Mini Cooper is a drag queen, a queen of queens. She has been on shows like Australia's Got Talent. She is has she? been on stages like Stonewall Hotel, 1am. <laughs> yeah, Mini Cooper is one of the reasons why I fell in love with drag. Fully, fully. Going to Sydney and going down Oxford Street and meeting Minnie Cooper 
Yeah. Wow. We would, like, go to show. Like, we would go out on a Sunday just to watch Minnie Cooper perform. Oh, 100%. It was honestly, like, emotional seeing her, even though, like, I kind of knew she was going to be on it. Like... It was emotional. I, yeah. do, I feel so proud of her. And yeah. I guess it's like that nostalgia thing. Um, but there are so many other amazing queens out. Other good Judy, Spanky Jackson. Yes, Spanky. Wait. Honestly, I cannot wait to see what Spanky brings to the table. I just think that anyone whose uh, entrance line is about how flat their wig is, she knows. She <laughs> knows what is up. I think she's going to be fucking funny, and people yeah. have already counted her out because her uh, reveal look was questionable in some people's eyes, but I think she knows. She she does know. It's part of the gig. Spanky and, Jackson. And like, it, she, wait, what's the song? Spanky's in the motherfucking. Cast a drag tonight. <laughs> like Spanky. literally, Spanky Jackson is half of the reason this podcast exists. I swear. Like we were Fully. watching that during lockdown, just like needing happiness. Yeah. And there she fucking was. Like I'll never forget the moment she won. It's it's so up there in my top moments of Me life. Me too. I remember what the <laughs> the day smelled like. I remember what the air felt it like. Warm. It was warm. It was warm. We it had was a lot sunny. Of alcohol. <laughs> oh my god! Spanky's in the motherfucking house of drag tonight, babies. Watch out for that one. I think she's gonna go far. I hope so. <laughs> She's gonna come on the pod one day. You guys have no idea how hard we've tried. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, also, my t- Timaru sister. What I've been saying, Aubrey Have, but I'm wondering if it's supposed to be like Aubrey Have. Yeah, it is. So, um, I mean, a little kid from Timaru on RuPaul's fucking Drag Race. Can you believe it? Don't even act like Timaru's not going to dedicate a day to her. Oh, they better. They yeah. better. We will be, like, starting that parade. Fully. Congratulations. And also Yuri Guai, Auckland Queen. Yes. Really, really excited to see her on the stage. She is a good friend of a lot of the girls that I hang around with in um, Auckland and yeah. I cannot wait to see what she brings. And to be honest, she has been one of my favorite Instagram Queens for a very long time. I haven't gotten the chance to see her perform live in Auckland yet, but I have seen her looks mm. and they're insane. Her yeah. artistry slay. Impeccable. So yeah. that launches on the 30th of July. And if there's anyone in Wellington that wants to watch it with me, please let me know. Yes, I wanna there like, will be. I wanna oh, We've gotta figure out a way to do a final like we did last time if we if there's Kiwi Queens at the top. If we like the wow. top three. Yeah. Come on. How good. Me! I think we've you gotta come here. Oh god. <laughs> okay, I guess I will then. Yeah. Um, let's say the mantra. Yes, let's say the mantra. 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. Uh, this is the moment where we take a second to 
pay our respects to the time that was 2001 to 2008 there is a playlist you'll find it on spotify or in our bio jason parker what are you adding to the playlist well hanging out with you the past few days you said something that really struck a chord with me (laughs) and that chord was g minor no um You said that 2001 to 2008 is a feeling more than yes. anything, more than a year. Mm-hmm. And so this, so this time I did something a little bit different. Okay. And I looked at songs from 2009. Whoa. And Good one year. song came up, which was really important because what did I do yesterday when I was struck by some really shocking news? I put on Taylor Swift. Nice. And I listen to Love Story. Oh, you did it. On repeat. Oh, shit. How was that for you? Emotional. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That song is good. That song is so it good. Is so good. I will be adding Taylor Swift's Love Story yes. to the playlist. Wow. I love that. It, yeah, 2001 to 2008 is a feeling. Just like This Is My Year is a feeling. It's like, this might actually not be your year, okay? But just to get through your day, this is your year. And you have to listen to it. The thing is, when I wrote that song, it was not my year. No way. I was just coming out of something really fucking, like, traumatizing. Yes. And I wrote that song literally He just met me, that's what he means. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she won't leave <laughs> you know as a as a as a way to just convince myself that like it is my year it will be my year yeah you know and so to hear you say that no but it's the truth and like it. yeah that, that's it um but if you need it, guys, listen to it on a sad day. Fucking slaps. Two times over, three times over, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and in keeping in theme, in keeping in theme with the vibe and what I've spoken about earlier, I would please like to add Let's Get Loud by J-Lo to the playlist. Yes. Integral part of the performance at the Super Bowl and also the documentary. Yeah. It's... It's just a positive banger, and let's get loud. Like we've got Michelle. things to say. We've got things to say. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for what you believe in, and most of all, stand up when you're at Holly Smith's gig <laughs> and I'm singing. That was fucking good. Because it's not a seated performance, you know. No, it's not. Probably will be, but like. You can the dolls will up. be dancing. The dolls will be dancing. I've actually done like a really quick poll on my uh, Instagram today. I'm surprised by the results. Me too. I mean, uh, do you know what? Obviously, like this is my year is the front runner at the moment. But it's my bad oops. Yeah. It's a really close second, which I'm so surprised about because, like, I think I have some trauma about that song, just like releasing it. And there is just like... One day in the, in when, the if memoir. I ever if I ever do a podcast, I'll let people 
know. Yeah. When you're on Armchair Expert with Dax and he's like, yeah, but what was it really? Yeah, fully. <laughs> but fuck, it's like, it's a close second. And I truly wasn't going to even do that one. And now I'm like rethinking. I think it's good. I reckon it would be, yeah. Are you a, how many are you doing? Do you know? Well, I think three. Right. I'm hoping four. Like four would just be so much better than three. Yeah, you could, well, we can talk about this later. <laughs> I know, I know, we can. But but the people have spoken. It will be running until uh, when I finish work tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm not working tomorrow. Guys, I've got a day off. Yes. Oh, my God, congrats. Have Thank a sleep you. in. I will. Um, I also just wanted to say, life's hard, guys. Take care of your friends and whanau. Chat to people. If you're not feeling great, listen to This Is My Year. Reach out to a friend. We just all need to connect at a time of coldness and, you know, there's Fully. a lot of shit going on in the world. Do you know what I find actually helps? And this might sound camp as, but just looking at yourself in the mirror in the morning and just saying like a nice <laughs> thing. Yeah, positive affirmations. Yeah. Fully. Like, God, you look hot this morning, even though, even if you don't believe it. Yeah. Or like, okay, today is going to be tomorrow. the best day that you've ever had. Or like, today is going to be the greatest day you've ever had. Yeah, even if you don't totally. believe it, it, something about it kind of warms your cold, cold heart. And then put on cold heart. Elton John, do a leaper. Oh, or walk God. to work listening to the Bee Gees. I tell you, it works a treat. I'll tell you, it works a treat. <laughs> I don't know why this year has become the year of the Bee Gees, but it fully, fully has. It's so good. It, it really it's... is. It's on like. I just like can't believe that we're living in a world where both of us have books in our bag and Bee Gees in our ears. Like, oh my God. what is the 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 nineties, the eighties? You can bit further seventies. You can take you can take the boy out of Wellington. You can't take the Wellington out of the boy. Okay, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you have a gorgeous day. Yes, the greatest day ever, actually. You look so hot today. Yeah, I just needed you look to say so that. Hot. So hot. That those shoes look so good. I hope you don't have to take them off in the airport line. <laughs> and if you do, you've got beautiful feet too, doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>